All right, we're back from break. Back at Rustburg High School, we've got extra football. Cameron McClendon just missed a 40-yard field goal to walk it off, sending us to overtime. Tied at 27 all. And, Rick, we were just discussing in the break the high school overtime rules. Yeah, so what's going to happen is they're going to take the ball. They're going to start at the 10-yard line. So they're doing a coin toss right now. So the winner uh, usually defers to be the second team offensively. That way you know what to, what you have to do. So the first team will start at the 10-yard line, and then they'll get their plays either to score a touchdown or they could do a field goal. And then it flips over the other team, gets their opportunity, and, and then you see – uh, who's going to have the most points after that. If not, then they'll turn around and do it again. Let's see. So so JF has won the toss, so that means they'll go on defense, which will give Rustburg the ball offensively first for the overtime plays from the 10-yard line. So from the 10-yard line is where they'll start. So we just saw Ben Calkins, one of the captains, of this Cavalier team, trying to hype up his sideline, hype up the fans over here on the visitor side. Sporting a massive black club on his left hand. He wasn't sure whether or not he was gonna get to play today. Went to one doctor, the doctor said no, then decided, nah, I'm just gonna get a second opinion. And here he is wrapped up with what looks like a battering club. Yeah, so he got the clearance. I got him all taped up. He got the go-ahead, and he's out, out there, and he's been a big part of, of the JF defense tonight. And so uh, first overtime game of the year for the Cavaliers. Uh, and here we go. From the 10-yard line, JF will be on defense first. It's overtime here in Rustburg. Michael Knight under center. First and 10, none other than Marquavion Rosser in the backfield. They give it to Rosser around the right side. He just trucks the defender. Is he short just by a yard as three Cavaliers seem to be limping or injured on that play? Slade Kesey limps over to the sidelines. Looks like number 60 for the Cavaliers is also down in a heap. Yeah, that was just a straight power run right there uh, on that first play of the of the snap of overtime right there. And Rosser just took it off tackle and just pounded over about four people right there. And a couple of Cavaliers are coming out injured right there on that first play. Tyrese Calloway is the injured Cavalier down on the field. Looks like it's another cramp as they continue to stretch him out. It's weird. Normally in the August slash September months, you see the, a lot more cramping, but as it gets colder, you, normally you don't see too much cramping. Maybe it's just bad hydration. Yeah, it could be. It could be not drinking enough during the week, which I know the trainers always stress that as much as they can. And, and yeah, I'm, we shouldn't typically be seeing that at this point of the game, but uh, season, but we are. Mustard packets and pickle juice. That's the <laughs> recipe for success. That's what they say. That's what they say. I think it helps. <laughs> well, here we go for second down right here. Ball probably sitting just on about the one-yard line marker. 
And we're going to find out what the defense has here to try to get a stop. Second and one. Knight under center, probably going to try a QB sneak. They stack the box. They send a man in motion. They give it to Rosser on the right side, and he's in. Touchdown, Rossberg. Well, they made they made that first touchdown look pretty easy here. Now, again, this is where you got to think about what you want to do. You know, are you going to field goal it, or are you going to go for two? And I do not see the kicker coming out. And they're going to take a timeout. Rusberg, Coach Torrance wants to take a timeout and, and, and probably go for the two-point right here. Mark Wavion Rosser, his fourth rushing touchdown of the evening. We, I compared him to Israel Abanacanda, Pittsburgh's running back uh, in the pregame show. Well, as of right now, he's giving an Israel Abanacanda-type performance. Yeah, now he, he is definitely probably the strongest, most powerful back that the JF Cavalier defense has seen all season. I mean, they've, they've seen some good backs, but they've seen a lot of speed backs, a lot of a lot of scat backs that, you know, can really do some things in open space. But as far as just power and run over you and have speed and have just the physical ability, uh, they have had their hands full tonight uh, dealing with Rosser, number 32, and his and his brother, we're assuming his brother, number 22, the Rosser brothers. It's a dynamic duo indeed. So it looks like Rosberg is going to go for two. They're not going to leave it up to an extra point. So Knight under center. Ball on the one. They give it to Rosser. No, they fake the give. And the pass is over his head. They were trying to find number 33. Ford out in the corner of the end zone, and it doesn't work. And we are dumbfounded up here as to why would you give it to Rosser? Wow. Um, I mean, let me tell you what, the advantage now is really JF, if they can get in the end zone, kick an extra point, uh, kick the extra point, they walk away winners. So uh, they have four plays to go 10 yards and get this touchdown, and then they send their field goal kicker out. They, they got a pretty good chance here. What? In the world was Coach Torrance thinking, trying to run and play action, and then have him throw it in. You know, and the, and the the route was there. It was a it was a rail route uh, in the on the along the goal line. The receiver was there, wide open too, wide open. But the ball just sailed over top. Wow, missed opportunity right there, and and what a break! Now JF has the ball. They have four plays to get in the end zone, kick the extra point. And they go out of town with the win. The Cavalier offense trots back onto the field. First down as Josiah Bell takes the snap. They give it to Marsteller up the middle. He's stumbling, still on his feet, getting a push from his own line. He's down to about the three-yard line. Wow, what a great first play run right there by Marsteller. Again, yeah, you're right, pushing his way down. It looks like it looks like he's at about the five. Big Actually, big yard. Six yard line. Pretty pretty good gain right there now. They got three more plays now. This is four down territory. The whole way. Second and six. Calling in the backfield. They send Marsteller in motion. They're gonna give it to Marsteller up the middle. He shakes one tackler. Is he in? Waiting for the official signal. They are not giving it to him. They no are not touchdown. giving it to him. 
Wow. He, he is on the one-yard line. They're marking it on the one-yard line. It looked like for sure he was in now. Everybody in white and black, other than the referees, agreed that that was a touchdown. All right, they got two plays here to go one yard. Two plays for one yard, kick the PAT, and walk out of Rustburg a winner. Trying desperately for that first Seminole District win. Could help the playoff chances. 33-27, they give it to Colling up the middle. Is he in? No signal yet. Is he in? The officials He's on a one-foot yard line. He's on a one-foot line. The officials have a flair for the dramatics. Well, it, it is, wow. This is, this is a ball game right here. You got, you got one play to go a half a yard right here. It looks like Coach Cruz is taking the timeout. So a timeout has been called. Fourth and one to tie the game. Well, in overtime. Yeah, we you know we, we can't we can't really see. Obviously, we you just got to trust the officials that they are getting the correct spot uh, on that. And they, and there were two plays that looked like he was in the end zone, but they marked him just short. And it comes down to this final final play on this fourth down right here for the Cavaliers. The end all be all. Well, I tell you, I you know I don't know what, what Coach Cruz has right here. I, I definitely think Marsteller needs to be the one with the football, and you got to find a way just to get the ball in his hands as quick as you can and let him go north to south. Uh, you know, that's the only thing that's going to be able to probably work right here. Work, you be sneak. You're on the half yard line. Bell in the shotgun. This is to tie it up. Fourth and one. They give it to Colling up the middle. The push. Is he in? No. Rustberg stands tall. Victorious. Wow. Didn't, wow. They were not able to get it in right there, coming back with that play. And that's the play that you talked mentioned earlier. The defense had kind of figured out how to shut that down, and they, they were just bringing too much pressure off the edge right there. Uh, to, to, to keep cooling from getting north to south to be able to get it into the end zone right there. Wow, tough loss right there. Tough loss. Missed opportunity right there for the Cavaliers as they fall in overtime on that fourth down run from the one inside the one-yard line. Rampage in Rustburg. The Rustburg Red Devils defense stands tall for a fourth down goal line stop to win it. I tell you what, for your first game, what, what do you what do you think for your first game? You had a lot of excitement. This was definitely the greatest first game I think I've ever called. I mean, it doesn't beat an overtime thriller with a goal line stop to win it. Exciting. So we got one more season. We got one more opportunity, and that's at home against the Liberty Minutemen. So as he mentioned, Jefferson Force will be back in action next week versus the Liberty Minutemen as they now fall to 
three and six, oh and six in the Seminole District. That one really stings the playoff chances for the Cavaliers. Yeah, yeah, we'll have to get a win next week for sure, and then we'll have to see some of the other some of the other lower seeds with about the same record. I have come down to uh, to the point system that the Virginia High School League uses there to determine the rankings. You got to be in the top eight, eight out of twelve in the in the District Four uh, playoffs. And before we go, just love to see this right here. Great sportsmanship by both. Rusberg and Jefferson Forest players, even as that was so shocking to the Cavaliers, multiple Red Devils have gone over, shaken hands, you know, helped other players up from just trying to, you know, bring them up. You know, you just love to see that type of sportsmanship. Yeah, good sportsmanship by both teams. There wasn't a lot of penalty, really, a lot of, not a lot of penalties most of the game, a clean game. Um, Great opportunities for both teams here, and that and that definitely helps Rustburg in the in the playoff picture, and it may have a negative effect potentially on JF depending on the seedings and the points. So Rustburg moves to five and four on the year, two and four in the Seminole District. Before we go here, we've got to pick a make you smile play of the game and our offensive and defensive players of the game. Uh, offensive, I don't think there's any debate. Marquavion Rosser, four rushing touchdowns on the night and a big, big, big performance from him. Yeah, for, for the Red Devils, he was definitely their, their go-to guy running the football for sure um, for the Rustburg player of the game, no doubt. And for Jefferson Forrest, offensive, you could make a case both Wrigley Calling and Alex Marsteller, but in the end – doesn't matter unless you get the W. As far as defensive players go, I'm, other than Dylan Marks of Jefferson Forest with that huge interception and the return to set Jefferson Forest up in great field position early on in that second quarter. Not, and obviously for Rustburg, the entire defensive stand right there in overtime. I mean, you can't just single out one player. That's the entire defense. That's a team effort right there. Yeah. They get the defensive player of the games. As far as the play that made us smile, for some of you Jefferson Force fans, might not make you smile, but the goal line stand at the end to win it. That was amazing. Great dramatics and atmosphere. Rampage in Rustburg. As Rustburg, once again, victorious, 33-27 to 27 over the Jefferson Forest Cavaliers. For myself and Rich Kennedy, so long 